Aloha, ladies and gentlemen. This is Q the Abolitionist. What's up, Crypto Gumbo? And we are coming to you from San Diego and Jacksonville. This is season two, episode one of Unshackled Liberty. We are no longer a Hawaii-based podcast. We are now a coast-to-coast, nationwide podcast. Yeah, man. These fools did move. We did move. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy this episode uh, as, we, as we kind of get our bearings back after a six-month hiatus. Um, thanks for listening. That's weird. That's, That's new. new. Yeah. That's new. So, um, so hey, man, how you been? Oh, well, hello. <laughs> I've been, uh, I've been through, through the ringer and back, and then I went back to the ringer, and I'm hanging out in there. Yeah. I don't know what episode number this is. It's, uh, it's, it has think, to be like 40-something. Yeah, 40-something. We'll, we'll figure it out before the intro, I guess, um, or, you know, before we release it, but uh Dude, the last the last episode we we released was in December of two thousand and twenty. Is that already? Is that my that's favorite? Already, we got a new dog. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, right. You got a new dog. Dog. Hey, if you if you hear uh, the dogs barking, my bad. Um, they they bark at everything, which I think is a good thing, but it still aggravates me. But whatever. Uh, we got a new dog named Chinook, uh, an Australian Shepherd, and uh, oh, he's a really funny. good dog. Yeah, he he looks like a Chinook, Hilo, like a helicopter. Because so he's got he, like this wide, weird body. So, <laughs> are those the ones with the dual overhead rotors? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. So, so for for the listeners, um, this episode probably won't have, uh, you know, this isn't going to be the content you're used to. We don't have an interview lined up. Um, we don't have uh, a, a necessarily a topic that we're gonna that we're gonna discuss. We're just gonna kind of um, talk about where we've been the last six months and. Uh, this this podcast started out as a local uh, Hawaii podcast uh, focused on a little bit on Hawaii issues, and we talked a little bit about national issues too. We talked about national politics quite a bit, got into some news and things like that, and uh, we're still, I think, going to continue down that same road, um, but both Gumbo and I are in completely different places now. Neither one of us are in Hawaii anymore. You know Gumbo moved to Florida and we talked a little bit about that, I think, over a course of a couple of the Unshackled Liberty on Wheels episodes. We never really did a full yeah, episode yeah. after after you moved to Florida. And I'm and I'm now the what, what blows me away is I'm now in California. Like I moved from Hawaii to San Diego um for work, you know, and so now here I am in California. Gotta make that bread, man. Yeah, dude. I you know, you just gotta do what you gotta do. All the smack I talked about California never coming back, and here I am. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's silly. We should, we, you know, I want to, I want to go and let's talk about your stuff and then, um, and then we'll just kind of like talk about my stuff too, I guess. But, uh, yeah. So, well, well, first of all, I, sorry to interrupt you. No, good. Go. On purpose, but, yeah. but, but, um, if you would have told me that I would be in Florida 
seven months ago, eight months ago, nine months ago, I would have, would have told you you're lying. That's a bold faced lie because I, I, I never even considered the East coast as part of a place uh, somewhere I'd want to go. And it just yeah. kind of fell out of the sky and happened that way. And uh, believe it or not, it was a good move. Good. It was a good choice. It yeah. worked. It worked out well. It's, it's going well. Um, I, I love Hawaii and my Ohana back there and, still it's always going to be a special part of my life and i'm sure we'll eventually go back to visit one day many many moons from now but but uh yeah dude uh florida's cool i mean just like anywhere you go it's not like i'm doing anything like super different all i do is i, I play husband and daddy and i go to work and uh for all you kids out there that's what happens <laughs> yeah it the, the the things the things you do um for your family that, you know, that, that you wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily think you'd be doing. So now here you are in, so you have what three-year-old twins, are they three still? Do they, yeah, they, they, they catch they catch another birthday yet? It's coming up, coming up this month, not this month, but this year, I know the next soon. few months. I know yeah, it's yeah. coming up soon, but um, so have they noticed a difference? Have you noticed them noticing a difference? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so it was, it was really hard at first when we first moved. I think we did a couple episodes whenever we were living in hotels and whatnot. Yeah. So, so I ended up staying, we ended up staying in uh, hotels for like three months. And it's just because of the process with moving and the realtor and the paperwork and getting everything squared away as they say. But uh, it was rough because the first 60 something days, like 68 days, we were staying in this pet friendly hotel it was very small. It had two queen size beds and I'm thankful, you know, we were blessed to be able to, it could have been a lot worse, but it could have been a lot better. But you know, uh, <laughs> it, it, it was really cool at first because you know, it's new and we're traveling and doing things and going to new places. And it's an adventure, right? It, it was an adventure. And then shortly after that, that newness wore off, it was a real stress on the family. Uh, it affected all of us, affected my wife and kids. Um, because their structure and everything that we had, you know, modeled for them to, you know, they had a, they have a place and a time to be throughout their day, you know, and, and this wrecked everything that we had built up for them. And it, it was hard to readjust. And then after we stayed in that hotel for 60 something nights, we had to move to another one because we couldn't extend it that one anymore because it was booked oh. out. And that was, I, I went ahead, uh, I bit the bullet man, and got a nicer room and, uh, you know, it was expensive, but it was worth it because it was some, it was a, a return to some form of normalcy because it you was You get like, like a suite with a bedroom, like an actual like separate. I, I did. I did. It, it was for like less than two weeks or right at two weeks and it was expensive, but it was worth it because man, did we need that. And uh, it was a nice spot and um, that was cool. But even that wore off, you know, thankfully my mom and my little brother drove in from good old Louisiana to help out. And uh, that was cool. That was really cool. That was a big help. And, uh, so after that, my, my mom and my uh, brother were here to help whenever we moved into our place when we finally secured that. And, uh, and here we are, comfortable, still in packing boxes, slowly painting, uh, getting used. You know, you know how that goes. Anytime you move, it's like that. You know, I, you know what's funny is I, I still have boxes from like three places ago. <laughs> it's not packed. And I was like, oh, man, I forgot about this. I really needed this for a long time, and here it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but uh it, it was it was rough, but it was worth it. And uh, I don't plan on moving again for a while. Because so this is it, huh? You're going to be here for a while, huh? I'm, I'm going to be where, right where I'm at unless uh, something drastic happens or something changes. 
well, good. quickly. Good. I don't know. Awesome. So you were, so for three, you said for three months you lived in a hotel or yeah, in var- yeah. various hotels. That's yeah. Cool. You're talking about eating out every night, fast food. Like we had, we, we had a little stove. So I bet, uh, your, I bet your triglycerides were through the roof, man. Oh I bet man you, yeah. You were just like, probably, it probably still is. Did you get fat? Did you get uh, So I actually lost weight in the process, oh, but I, I put it back on. So I'm trying to ensure that I, uh, all the good habits I had, I'm trying to latch back onto them, you know, so. Stand up. Let me see. Okay. Hey. Dude, why? So sit down, sit down. I didn't, <laughs> you didn't tell me you weren't wearing pants. Oh, well, oh we're zooming, man. Isn't I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to oh. see. That's my, gross. My, my <laughs> berries. <laughs> so gross. Berries. Yeah, great. So we're recording this. So that's, that's, uh, that's unfortunate. Okay. Well, you get what you ask for. Yeah. So, yeah. So similarly, you know, we, we moved and you know this. And so this is, we've, we've not actually done, I think it's probably been longer than six months since you and I both did an episode. I did a couple episodes by myself with a couple guests back in December, but I don't think it's been, I think it's been longer than six months since you and I recorded a no joke and shackled Liberty episode together. And I'm thinking probably seven or eight months. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's been a long time. So it, this is, this is, this is long overdue and I'm glad we're finally doing it again. And and hopefully we can hit our stride again because there for a while we were popping out an episode every week and it was kind of nice. We had yeah, the unshackled good. Liberty on wheels thing going, which I thought was a lot of fun, but unfortunately for yeah, us, that was really fun. I don't think we're going to be able to do that with the time difference. You know, it was one thing we were both in Hawaii and, and had similar uh, commute times, but that, you know, now that you're three hours ahead of me, I don't think that that's, that's realistic. But uh, so the industry that I've been working in um, has gone through some significant changes and uh in the last year and a half or so. And I kind of saw the writing on the wall that maybe I was going to have to make some changes and I tried to make it work in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, you guys know that I, uh, that I had previously owned a, uh, my, my own business. I was self-employed and uh, that was fun. It was a lot of fun uh, to be independent and have a good time with that. But uh, as industry changes, as markets change, you got to be flexible, right? So these changes, yeah, these changes kind of, kind of drove me out of business and uh, it would have been a lot more painful if I hadn't seen it coming. You know, so I was able to make some plans and make some moves. And so I started looking for work and I couldn't make it work out in Hawaii just because the industry was changing. And um, so being in the industry that I'm in, I started looking for other work in other states. And for so much of us, so many of us, uh, you know, liberty minded people were like, dude, let's go to Texas. And uh, I don't think that that's, you know, so, so, so like I, I pushed real hard for uh, a long time, probably about six months. Uh, looking for work in in Texas, and this was probably well, I'd say all basically the last the last half. Well, probably no, the the, the last quarter of the last year, and then the first quarter of this year, probably. Uh, yeah, I, real, I remember like, talking to you about it like, yeah, when push, it first popped up. Yeah, pushing real hard for Texas, and and got a lot of nibbles, man. Got a lot of job interviews, and and uh, but never was able to kind of set the hook and really and really land something. Um, and then a buddy of mine uh, called me up, somebody that I've been working with before in the past and, I, you know, good, a good friend of mine, uh, another Christian guy that works in this industry um, called me up and said, Hey, um, I know you are looking for work and uh, you know, I need a, a production manager from, with your background. And uh, you know, I know that you'd be a great fit here. Um, and I told, I told him, bro, I'm not doing it. Uh, no, thank you. 
I appreciate it. I'm flattered. You know, all that stuff, right? Great. Good to hear your voice. How you been? How's the family? Yeah. That whole thing. Um, but, uh, but no, no, thanks. I'm not doing California cause it's in San Diego. Especially and, after all that trash we talked about California for a year. For real, yeah. <laughs> oh. And you know, forget, you know, I'm born and raised Californian, right? Like I'm, you know, Northern California, Sacramento area. And, uh, so I have very, very strong opinions about the direction that this state is going. And, and I'm like, no way, man, I'm going to Texas. Uh, I need more freedom. You know, I need, uh, I need to be able to kind of like stretch my legs a little bit and have some land maybe and do a homestead. I had this whole thing lined up, man. I'm going to go get this big piece of land and, and just, have a farm, and, and just live free and just live free, right. I'd be a yeah. free man living free out in, you know, in a free state of Texas. And, um, listen to spaghetti Western the brother, whole way I, through. <laughs> so I had a couple really good whoa, interviews. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I had a couple of really good interviews in Beaumont. Right. And uh, if anybody's ever been to Beaumont or any of you guys from Southeast Texas, you know, maybe Houston and, and it's a stone's throw from Lake Charles where you grow up, where you yeah, grew up. Yeah. Right? And uh, so I'm thinking to myself, even then, yeah, gumbo, he moved to, he moved to Florida, but man, I'm going to be real close to his hometown. So when he comes to visit mom, I'll be able to swing by and see my homie. Right. You know, I'm all, you'd be going to the crawfish bowls. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm, all juiced up. I'm all juiced up about Southeast Texas. It's great. So my wife and I, Mrs. Abolitionist says, Hey, we don't know anything about Southeast Texas. Let's go take a look. And so we did, we went to Houston and, uh, you know, we're, this was in, was that March? And, and all the while, by the way, I was pumping him up for this because I was oh, thinking, yeah. absolutely, man, Texas is where it's at. But I, I've, all, been, I've been gone since like 2003 from the South. So like, <laughs> I've never been to Texas before this trip. Right. And wow, really? I didn't know never, that. No, I mean, I, well, I had a, you know, I had a layover in DFW, but that doesn't count. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's it. I'd never been in Texas before this trip, but, uh, probably so, just hanging out in the airport at the USO, like a yeah, booger eater. Yeah. Booger eater. Just, just hanging out, you know? <laughs> and, and, uh, but so I took a trip, we went to, we went to Houston and drove up and down the, the entire Gulf coast of Texas. Well, I, I can't say entire, we didn't make it all the way down to Brownsville, which is like really close to Mexico. Right. But we went from Corpus Christi all the way up to, uh, orange, which is like three inches away from the Louisiana border. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know this, I'm sorry. I'm just for the, for the listeners that might not know. So we're up and down the Gulf coast and I'm looking at this stuff and I'm talking to different companies. And I, and like I said, I got a really, had a two or three really good interviews in Beaumont and uh, which is like Southeast Texas. Yeah. You know? And, and so I'm thinking I'm going to get a job offer in Beaumont. We're moving my family to Southeast Texas. It's just, that's the way it's going to be. And um, in fact, Jacob Lindsay, uh, from Tasting Anarchy podcast mm -hmm. and Child Childerberg, that that you know that same guy, um, we were going to try and meet up while I was in in the state of Texas, but uh, I had to change my plans. I was going to spend more time up in the San Antonio area, which is kind of closer to to the DFW area where he's at, and uh, we were probably going to try and meet up in Austin and maybe have lunch together and talk a little bit about uh, you know. Texas freedom, you know, two, two, two Northern California exiles, right? Like, you know, oh, yeah, you, you were supposed to meet up with Rogan, right? Huh? Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan and Alex Jones, right? I, I would have loved to hang out with those, <laughs> with those guys, but yeah, they don't want to hang out with me. But, uh, so that we ended up not, not making that work, which is unfortunate. But, uh, my wife finally, after about three days in Southeast Texas, looked at me with tears in her eyes and said, you can't do this to your kids. You can't take your kids from Hawaii to Southeast Texas and expect them to ever talk to you again. And, uh, and it just wasn't real. It just wasn't a good fit. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I'm, 
I'm dumb. Hey, I'm a, you tried. I, yeah, dude, I'm a dumb. I'm a dumb monkey, man. I can I can adapt to almost anything, right? Like, but but you know, you got to pay attention. You got to be tender to the needs of your family. Uh, yeah, you're right, you're right. They were not I'm a dumb monkey too. They were not gonna. They were not gonna do Southeast Texas very well at all. Just yeah. looking around. So and, so in tw- in 2011, I was yeah. home on leave from the military, and me and my little brother drove up to Dallas Fort Worth area to meet up with one of my other buddies from the Navy. Yeah. And uh, we actually got a hotel. We recorded some music, and uh, it was cool. That's a really nice drive coming from Louisiana going to Dallas Fort Worth until you get to the city. You know, then yeah. it's kind of it's not fun. It sucks, but. Anyway, sorry, had to throw that in there. Yeah, well, that you know, and and I I didn't. So on that note, I didn't like driving in that area. So I've driven in Thailand when I shouldn't have. I've driven in in Mexico Somebody. when yeah. When, <laughs> I've driven in Mexico when I shouldn't have. I've driven illegally in Japan. Um, I didn't have a license to drive in Japan, and I was on the left side of the left side of the road on the right side of the car. Shame on you. In an in a in a country surrounded by people who can't drive, right? It was it was sketchy. It was like. <laughs> it was the scariest thing in the world, but let me tell you, I would, and then being from California and understanding what, what reckless California drivers are like, I, I learned how to drive here in this state in California. Yeah. Um, so I'm already kind of aggressive anyway in my driving, but I'm telling you right now, dude, I've got nothing on Southeast Texas. Those guys are the scariest drivers I've ever seen. If you guys drive, if you're anybody listening is from Southeast Texas, hats off to you, man. That's the scariest driving. The I 10 between Houston and Beaumont, scary dude scary like like i i've never i've never seen this before and just reckless like reckless like people shouldn't even be on the road like i i'm you know, you know why it's because they're swerving to hit the armadillos and the yeah possums. well dude i guess there's something <laughs> man trying to get that roadkill lunch or yeah. something but uh it was it was bad man and um so anyway so mrs abolition says to me she says dude you can't do this we cannot move your family here it was economically depressed it was like march it was cold but still somehow very humid it had that it was something you know from from hawaii like humid weather is normal for us but we have that cool breeze that trade wind that blows yeah. most most yeah. days but uh there was, it was just sticky and still not hot and i didn't understand and i was like well dude if this gets to be 90 90 to 100 degrees with this level of humidity it's going to be like it's going to be unbearable and like i said i can adapt but i know my wife and kids aren't going to do well and so she, she begged me, she said, please call your friend in San Diego, please give him a call. And uh, so I did. Hey, on a good note, you can eat burritos every day. The good dude, burritos, the dude, real the car- ones. Dude, the carne asada. So I got to be careful because I've been mowing down on those things. I've been here mm. about seven weeks now. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so my first day of work was in April and, uh, it's what, so, you know, mid, mid to late April, April 19th, I think is when I started. And, uh, so I've been, I was here about a month and some change before my family showed up living in the living in the condo that the company owns for for uh just for travelers and stuff like that and um and that was nice and now we bought a house here in san diego it's east county and uh so now the family's been here for about two weeks and and i'm telling you this is where i need to be it's weird to be like that and so to be yeah. yeah it's so funny because like as much smack as i've talked about this state um, and never coming back to this state again and never being part of this state again. Like I'll visit family, but that's it. Um, this is where we need to be. I can tell we're already, we're already meeting up in a good church. Um, I've already, uh, you know, reached out into the community. I got a couple of things. We're trying to figure out the schools for the kids, trying to keep them out of the, out of the public education system. If we can, maybe homeschool, maybe charter school, maybe something like that. Maybe hey, where, where, where is MacArthur's church? What's that? Uh, what's his name? Pastor MacArthur, whatever. I don't uh, know, man. Who's that? You know, you know what I'm talking about? 
No. Okay, well, never mind. <laughs> I, I don't know his name. I just know he's a really good preacher. I, 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 I would love to go to his church and see yeah. a sermon. He's, he's, he's older now, and I don't know how much longer he's going to be preaching is why I say that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where he's at. Um, but, you know, my kid, my, my oldest already goes to school out in East L.A. Not East L.A., but East of L.A., out in the desert. Um, and so she was psyched when we moved here because now we're going to be close to home while she's off at school. Uh, she's going to be close to us. We're going to be close to her. Uh, my my 16 year old who's now going to be a high school junior is wrecked. She she's not happy with the move, but actually she's she's met some good friends at church. So it's kind of one of those things when when you have somebody tell God, I'm going to go anywhere but here. God send me the last. <laughs> you know seriously, these are the conversations that I had in my prayer life, right? Like yeah. God send me to Alaska. God send me to Texas. You know I'll go to Florida. I'll go to Georgia. Right here there. You know like kind of giving them a list of places. You know, I'm willing to go. I'll even go to Arizona, you know, uh, but I'm never going back to California. You're never going to get me to the West Coast, God. <laughs> never. Maybe Washington State, maybe, but not California, right? And what I happens? Completely understand. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like, and then boom, here it is. And he's like, and then, and then, so here I am looking at look, looking at my new life in California, going, I'm such an idiot. This is actually yeah, pretty good. I, dude, I said you know? the same thing. Um, the only reason, well, prior. We had plans to go elsewhere. I actually got a job to go overseas. Yeah. That I that I had been trying to get for three years. And finally got that job. But before I let me back up a little bit. I was trying for a few years to get a job overseas. You know, my wife's from Europe. And uh, we wanted to go while the kids were still young, go do the, the Europe tour. And uh so it wasn't panning out and uh, you know through prayer and talking to my family and my wife and stuff, we kind of came to the conclusion, let's look elsewhere. And uh, my mom kind of reached out and was like, hey, goofball, you ever thought about uh, Florida? And I was like, ew, no. Why would I think about Florida? First of all, I was a West Coast sailor. You never go to the East Coast if you're yeah. a West Coast sailor. You're right, That's just right. a no-no. And, right. and uh, so it, it was literally, it was invisible to me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in my mind. It wasn't in my brain. And as soon as she said that, the job popped up, I applied and got it. And uh, right after that, I ended up getting the European job. But it's just funny because I knew I was going to Europe. Nothing's going to stop that. It's just a timing thing. But before, it's kind of like God God gave us what we wanted. But before he did that, he's like, first, check this out. He's like basically saying, go here. So it worked out great. And I'm glad I never would have expected it. I couldn't have planned it. So dude, same. But, but, but like, uh, like you said, I'm an idiot. I'm, I'm an idiot. So <laughs> I, I need to take some brain damage before I, I get, I get the point, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Same, same story though, man. I told you I was on, I think I called you the moment it happened. So I'm driving home, uh, from work, uh, in Hawaii still before I had before, I mean, I had just accepted the position, uh, here in San Diego, we had gone through the negotiation process. We settled on, settled on terms, and and uh, and I accepted the job. And then five minutes later, I get a phone call from Beaumont. <laughs> is this Mister Abolitionist? Yes, this is Mister Abolitionist. Uh, we'd like to offer you a position. Yada yada yada. And 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 I just kind of started laughing, right? Because I said, you know, and and it wasn't like I was not not being rude to the person on the phone. I said, that sounds great. Uh, please send me the information in email. 
you know, uh, you know, you have my email address, yada, yada, yada. And let's, let's kind of work through this. And immediately after that phone call, I called gumbo and I said, bro, you'll never guess what just happened. Um, and, and you're right. It's the same thing. It's like, God knows where we need to be, gives us peace about what it is. And then, you know, yeah. here's, you know, here's, here's something else that, you know, had I not gotten this job in San Diego, we would have moved my family to Beaumont because, that's what was available for me. That's what and, popped. And now looking at it, that would have been the wrong decision. And that would have been the wrong decision. Looking yeah. back at it, you know, it's so funny how this works. And, you know, here we are. I would have been in Beaumont. And you yeah. There's no way to plan that. There's no, no way at all to, and, to have to plan that, put that together. None whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. So there, there you go. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. It's crazy how God works. And I think it's amazing that we, uh, that, that we both kind of have though different in our geographic locations and, uh, and, and, and what we were striving for very similar, um, story, I guess. And, uh, you know, several hours time zones apart, of course, but you know, whatever. Um, so have your kids, have your kids noticed a difference in, okay, in, yeah, yeah. in Florida? I, I, I didn't hit on that. So I asked them all the time. I was like, Hey, cause my little girl, my little boy, they, they both, they love Hawaii. That's, they were born there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that's what they knew. And, and they, they will say things like they, Hey, Hey daddy, this, this ocean is not the same. I'm like, no, it's not. Or, or I'll ask them, do you, do you miss, do you miss your house in Hawaii? Yeah. Do you like your house in Florida? Yeah. Which one do you like better? The Florida house. I'm like, why? You know, cause we, we were able, we have, we have more space. Yeah. And, uh, normally for a average middle-class family you're not going to have a whole lot of space in, in in hawaii yeah you're right and uh so that's great and that's it, it, it's funny because we made the perfect compromise of just country enough but just urban enough to satisfy both my wife and i and and like how we you know so it's 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 perfect it's like the perfect blend it's not just me being ignorant and and you know saying this is going to be and then having to suffer through the backlash of that it was a perfect blend of uh it's just it's perfect it couldn't have been better but my kids do notice it they they do like it i know they miss away but they they like it here too so but they're at that <laughs> age too you know it, it must be much more difficult for you for your your kids because they're they're older yeah and they've already been, been around for a while and you know well, yeah, we lived in, we lived in Hawaii for 16 years, you know, and, and yeah. so my, my kids are, are 19, 16, you know, my daughters are 19 and 16 and my son is 10. So quite literally, at least for my middle and younger child, it's the only thing they knew or they, you know, the only thing they knew was Hawaii. Uh, that was the only home that they even remembered. Um, you know, my son was born there. My, my daughter, my middle daughter was, my middle child was born in the Sacramento area. Uh, but she was not even one when we moved to Cal moved to Hawaii. So she, you know, that's all she really remembers. Now my oldest was three when we moved to, to, to Hawaii. So she has vague recollection of like life in the Sacramento area when she was much, much younger, but ultimately home for her is still Hawaii in, the, in her mind. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but uh, let me tell you for, for us, it's the critters, right? So our neck, our, our, my son noticed in our front yard uh, about a week ago, there was a skunk in the front yard and he wanted to go catch it. Right. Didn't let it like, go get didn't, it. Go get it. <laughs> no frame of reference for what a skunk even was. Right. Like, or is, you know, so like, you know, there's no skunks in Hawaii, no skunks whatsoever. Right. Um, 
but he just saw this black and white cat and it was kind of cute and he wanted to go catch it and, and play with it a little bit and see who which if their neighbor had lost a cat and i was like dude son that's a that's a skunk bro like yeah let's go get it no you don't want to go get that you want to leave yeah, that that's... one alone just leave it don't even chase it out of the yard just wait for it to leave on its own you know the, like we that, that, that special cat has a special upgrade that you don't want to tinker <laughs> with you know especially if he throws himself up on his front legs don't. i had yeah i had to explain to him what a skunk was he had no concept of that and that was so funny to me and then and then my middle child you know my daughter um saw a a squirrel in the middle of the street and said hey hey look hey they have mongoose here but that's a different kind of mongoose right because <laughs> That's funny. You know, it's like, it's, it's like, honey, that ain't yeah. a mongoose. That's a squirrel. And like, here's the difference between the mongoose and a squirrel. So these are the things that, you know, and it's cold in the morning, like cold. Now, if you're from Minnesota or like Maine and, or somewhere that has real cold weather, like, okay, bear with me here. Like uh, this is West coast, right? Obviously different. Um, but it's like 60 degrees in the morning here in, you know, East County, San Diego. And uh, that's like, freezing to Hawaii, if you're not used to, to Hawaii it, yeah. kids man that's freezing I man, put it, you know yeah. yeah yeah same for me I was freezing at 50 degrees and people were making fun of me and I'm like well I've been in Hawaii for 12 plus years what do yeah. you expect what are you gonna do but I'm, I'm good now I can I can hang in 40 degree weather without a problem now yeah we're excited yeah so I mean it's good it's now I mean I'm my you know we we, we are really uh really I think adapting well um we've booked uh a campsite because we've never been camping. Like I've been camping when I was younger, you know, um, but my son has never been camping. So we booked a campsite. We're going to go camping. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And he's like, he's so juiced about this. He can't even stand it. He's like, dad, can we go now? I was like, no, man, like I still got to paint this house. We still got to move in. We don't even have our furniture yet. We're still living on like an air mattress and, you know, lawn, lawn chairs and stuff like that. But you're going to uh, be a happy man to get that bed back. That's yeah, for man. sure. Oh dude. For real. Yeah. Let me tell you. Um, so, you know, there, there's a lot of things we're still doing around the house. So I can't, you know, I got, I got, I got to do the flooring. I got to do the paint. I, you know, I'm doing a lot of this stuff myself, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, so there's still a lot of work to do around the house. The weekends are shot. The weekends are all shot. Uh, so we're not ready to, ready to camp, but I did book a camping trip for, for uh, the week after the 4th of July. I think we should be in a good place to, to go then. And, and he's all loaded up. He loves it. The, the girls aren't going. They're not interested, but it's going to be father-son camping. That's going to be fun. I think he's going to have a good time with it. Little, you know, little fishing, a little, uh, little fire starting, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, cooking on a, on a, you know, on a, on a campfire kind of thing. Yeah. So Makes yeah, no, he, yeah, he's excited about all that. And so am I, because I mean, I remember I had great memories of doing that with my grandfather and, and whatnot growing up, um, that kind of stuff. And so I'm hoping that he has as much, you know, See, you know, I, ho I hope he catches catches the the bug like like I do of being outdoors. So yeah, I'm um, looking forward to that. And then we 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 uh, I bought tickets to go see uh, the Oakland A's play the San Diego Padres. So the oh, the, the A's are coming down at the end of July to play the Padres at Petco Park. And uh, you know, I know what everybody says about about bread and circuses and and uh, and you know <laughs> all that stuff. But I'm telling you, man, you know, I I'm I'm a baseball fan. I still like baseball and. And, uh, you know, my family, my family is a baseball family. So hey man, I, I grew up playing baseball. I still, I have a solid baseball card collection. Okay. Yeah, dude. I, <laughs> I same, same. Hey, and, and so hey, we're excited so, about that. The whole family is pumped about that. You know, so hey, speaking there, about, speaking good. about critters, man, I have the critters here in my backyard. <laughs> okay. So, uh, we have deer mm. in the back. We have, there's these little otter things that come out of, 
out of the creeks that goes to the river. Uh, we have a pond in the backyard. It's got several different kinds of turtles, squirrels, rabbits, hawks, uh, egrets, and all those little weird birds. Um, one day I was sitting out front with my wife and we're just hanging out watching the kids play. And she's like, what is that? And I turn around and there's a freaking turkey, like 10 feet away from me, just hanging out, catching the dragonflies. And I'm like, that's a turkey. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool, you know, because, you know, I was born and raised in the South. So I've been away from that kind of stuff for a long time. So it's really cool to see. I'm really stoked that my kids are going to get to see it. And uh, don't have, I don't have to go very far to, to get in that world, you know, which is, which is fantastic. So as soon as my kids are a little bit older, they'll be ready. They'll be ready. That's awesome, man. Where I'm, I'm, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. We have, uh, we live in the same neighborhood as a, as an egg farm. So it kind of stinks. But, uh, you know, it's kind of, so like how you said you're like on the mix of like country and, and suburbia, right? Yeah. We're kind of the same. Like, uh, this is, we live, we live in a housing development. It's a, it's a home. It's a, you know, four bedroom, three bath, uh, house in, awesome. in a, in a, in a subdivision neighborhood, but the subdivision neighborhood is like on the edge of civilization. So like you go past this, this particular neighborhood, it's like, it's like jumping off into the Southern California desert. It's like just wilderness out there. And uh, so it's kind of cool. Uh, there's an egg farm. So it kind of stinks sometimes, especially uh, in late in the afternoon when it gets warm. Um, but then, you know, that's like, that's, those are good smells, man, to me. Like that's, that's the smell of agriculture. I don't mind that yet. Yeah, stinks, but it stinks for a good reason. And then um, one of the neighbors has a, has a peacock as a pet. So, so, so they constantly, I, peacocks are cool birds, man. They're beautiful, but like they make a lot of, they noise. ever throw their feathers out at you yeah. and shake them at you. It's kind of cool. And you have to beat your chest. <laughs> I'm the alpha hair, not you peacock. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't seen it. I can hear it though, but they're neat and it's loud and it's kind of fun. So that's, that's what, the word. What do they sound like? It's like, I'm, do you, I'm not making noises, man. It's like, a, it's like a high pitched. It sounds like help. Like give, give me an example. Help. Is it kind of silly? Yeah, kind of. Man. I don't know. It sounds okay. like help. So the first one I first heard, I was like, that's a funny sounding help. And then I remembered <laughs> that's what a peacock sounds like. You know. One more time. How's it go? Help. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. I don't know what else to talk about, man. Are you uh what so what do you got? You got anything else to talk about, man? I think we've uh I don't know. So we got a lot of catching up to do. We Lots do. Lots of things go. Hey, there was supposed to be an eclipse today. Was there? No wonder everything was. Was your internet glitchy today? Did your phone act up? No. Oh. That's, there's no such thing as a sun, though. <laughs> right. I mean, we know that. Like, it's all it's all fake. This is um, just this is just some like like computer so, like, simulation. So, so so I remember a few years ago there was some conspiracy theories about the sun simulation theories and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I love conspiracy theories, the fun ones, but that one's just kind of, uh, uh, maybe, maybe a, a country with a, could, could make a, some sort of simulated nuclear sun star thing and throw it out in the atmosphere. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that the sun is a, well, so like we know that, so we know we're in a, we know we're in a computer simulation right okay. yeah um it's function the functionally the matrix is kind of like true right basically you're all plugged into this to this machine 
Um, so what we're, what we're running through in our mind is just like, is just, uh, uh, what, what the computer wants us to see, right? It's got just enough chaos to keep us like fighting for, for, you know, for independence and just enough like stability to keep us, you know, um, content. Right. So well, whoever's, whoever's monitoring my, my simulation obviously knocked over an energy drink into the hard drive because, <laughs> I'm having a special experience. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, it, and so like the sun's not even real. So uh, the, the eclipse that you are observing or maybe not observing is, uh, is just part of the simulation. That's all it is. Okay. Yeah. And that's why Australia doesn't exist. And that's why the earth is flat. All that stuff ties together. I, I, I would I would rather research the flat Earth than any of that other stuff. To be so honest. we should get we should get you know we should get Car on here to talk about the line Earth. Get Car camping on here. So so they've been getting into that lately, right? Line Earth, yeah. yeah. So what, what what's the line Earth? I you know I he's got we maybe got to get ask them to come in and okay. talk about it. But uh, the the principle is I guess it's it's a line. It's a line. There's not it's it's like a single. You know, like what is a geometric line? It's like it it uh, it's infinite length, and and ultimately minute in its girth, right? Like, so so the flat so the flat Earth wasn't enough. We had to go a step beyond. Yeah, it's line Earth is what it is. We'll get we'll get car on here maybe one day to talk about. What it. about the hollow Earth? I, didn't didn't that used to be a thing? Like yeah, they, they thought yeah. there was like suns and and full like countries deep within the the Earth or something like that. That's all part of the simulation too. Oh. Yeah, man, they, I'm so behind on everything. Yeah. That's all, you know, those are the lizard people that run this place, man. So it is the reptilians. Yeah. They, they, uh, they come from the, the center of the earth where it's warm, you know, because they're cold-blooded. They need that. You, know, you, you ever try to, to play with a lizard after the sun goes down? The simulated sun? Yeah, they don't. Uh, yeah, they don't, they don't want to. They're, they're not ready. They're, not they're ready rebooting. They're rebooting. Yeah. yeah. It's all part of the simulation. The, uh, so there's that. Um we're, you know, another thing we need to look forward to, maybe we should, are we going to tell these guys about our ex- exclusive interview with uh, the former President Trump? Yeah, we should probably bring that up. That's okay. a big deal. So here coming up, I don't want to spoil, I don't want to give you the date or anything else, but we got lined up a, um, an exclusive interview with, uh, with the president or former President Trump. We're going to talk about things nobody else is talking about. He's still so. the president. Is that, is that how we're doing? Is that, <laughs> is that, is that part of the simulation? Is it? Is that, I, mean, I mean, I don't even I know. Don't know. Is, is the president, like, I don't even know. Like, where does the president fall in this simulation? Is he behind it or is he part of it? Uh, and does he know that he's part of it? And does he know, you know what I mean? Like, so the, these are questions uh, we're going to have to ask. I, the I would president. assume that yeah. those who wrote the code for the simulation probably have more of a special relationship or a better relationship with those of great power than peons yeah. and minions like us, pawns like us, you know, so yeah. maybe, or at least uh, artificially make, uh, program them to believe so. Yeah, I think I think we definitely, but we need to go down that road with him and have that question, have that conversation, and hopefully he can shed some light on that. Yeah. Um. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting. very interesting. Yeah. So hang in for that. What else you got, man? What else we got? What are we going to talk about? I don't know. I don't either. You want to wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Hey, so sorry guys for this, this kind of like off the wall episode. We're going to just wanted to give you guys a heads up what's been going on with, uh, with Gumbo and, and I, um, and why we've been, you know, out of, out of reach for the last six months. We, you know, we've been able to inter- interface with you guys on Twitter and whatnot, but, uh, man, life be crazy. 
for the uh, for the gumbo and the abolitionist uh, <laughs> family. We we are no longer um, we are no longer members of the uh, the Aloha State, the Aloha you know family, Ohana, if you will. Though we, I think both count ourselves very fortunate that uh, and blessed that we were able to live there for as long as we did. Uh, yes. There's some very close, dear friends of mine that still that still live there that I will always love and cherish. The you know, um, the friendships that we that we developed. My church back there, um, I miss already, but uh, you know, life goes on, and here we are. And so, this is where we're at. We're going to be uh, unshackled, liberty coast to coast, uh, from San Diego to Florida. Are we telling people what city you're in? Are, are, I already said it in Jacksonville. You're in Jacksonville. Okay, good. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> you know. forgot already? My bad. I knew you were in Jacksonville. I just didn't know if we were going to tell people you are in Jacksonville. You know? Um, also, hey, you, yeah, that's it. You know? Um, so we're, we're, we're a three-hour time zone. Three-hour time, three-hour difference from each other, which means we're going to have to be a little bit smarter with how we schedule these things. So Yeah, you're um, right. As oh, yeah. We're going to have to change this time slot, by the way. Yeah, did you already? <laughs> I know you're – I know I know Mrs. Gumbo thinks I'm a horrible influence on you. She doesn't. I don't know why you always carry on with that. Well, because she does. So, um, <laughs> but <laughs> and she's probably right, actually. But so we'll we'll figure it out and uh, we'll get our rhythm back. But uh, just this is kind of a heads up. Let you guys know what's going on with with the show. It's not over. It's just not, it was just been on pause. And I think this is kind of a this is kind of a we're gonna call, can we call this season two? I think it makes Good. sense to call this season, season two? two. Okay, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Can do that. See, it makes sense. I mean, we'll call this season two, episode um, one. Episode one. So here we go. Season two, episode one. Thanks for listening. Bye. Aloha. Aloha.